EasyPay provide funding, payroll and back office services to support the recruitment industry. Go to easypayservices.co.uk forward slash rec live lounge. Recruiters Live Lounge. Recruiters where you get to hang out with the most inspiring recruitment business leaders on the planet. Hosted by Roy Ripper. Welcome back, everyone, to Recruiters Live Lounge, where you get to meet and hang out with some of the most inspiring recruitment entrepreneurs on the planet. And my guest today uh, is somebody that I've known probably for more years than either of us would care to remember. Uh, he certainly looks better for it than I do. Uh, today's Live Lounge guest is Mr. Toby Thwaites. Now, Toby is the founder and the CEO at Purple Consultancy based in London. Um, let me tell you a bit about Toby. He has over 20 years experience working within the recruitment industry and he started Purple over 15 years ago. Um, during that time, he's been responsible for Purple becoming one of the most successful brands in the sector. It is no exaggeration to say that these guys really are at the cutting edge, the leading edge of the sectors they work in. Um, they've won so many accolades, I don't think I could list them all here. And he's even had a personal win for Recruitment Boss of the Year at the Marketing and Advertising Recruitment Awards. I'm desperate to find out what he needed to do to win that one. Um, Toby has a very keen eye for business opportunities. He's one of the most entrepreneurial uh, recruitment business leaders I've ever worked with. And he's always open to finding new and innovative ways of working and pushing the boundaries. And as a result of that, he gets asked to speak at countless industry events within his sector. Toby, I hope I've got all of that right. How's it going? Yeah, good. Thanks, Roy. Good to see you. Yeah, really, really good to see you. Toby, look, obviously, we've known each other for many, many years. Purple, I, actually, I'm not sure if I was in there 15 years ago. It kind of shows my age a little bit, but I was in there, I remember... Not uh, from very very early Not on, far off, I think in the first couple of years, it was, wasn't it? It wasn't. It, it was in the. It was in the early period. But for look, the people that don't know you, that don't know Purple, tell us something about what you guys do down there. Okay, we're a specialist recruiter, primarily working within the creative agency space. That means our clients are advertising agencies, design agencies, marketing. In the time we've been in business, digital's been become a big part of what we do. Uh, and we also work with some fairly big brands as well, I guess, where they have that kind of creative function in-house. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And Toby, look, from humble beginnings, uh, you know, you and I'm presuming a couple of others, you know, and, and also in 15 years, you guys, like, like a, sorry, like the few recruitment businesses that have survived during some you know quite turbulent times you guys have risen and you know kind of shrunk in size where are you up to now in terms of size okay we're about 30 heads kind of covering a variety of uh, different disciplines yeah it's been an interesting journey undulations in the economy and some other challenges along that time but i think you've got to stick true to your values and if you're good at what you do and you've got a strong brand behind you then you're going to be um standard test of time and that's kind of where we are now 
Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Now, Toby, look, I know you're a fan of Recruiters Live Lounge. We've been really keen to get you in here for quite some time now. Um, You know that we always love to kick off with our guests' favourite success quote and how they implement that, you know, into their business. What's yours? Sure. I've got a couple, actually. Uh, kind of out. I guess my one is from Albert Einstein. Okay. And that's doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. I think, yeah, the world's evolving kind of continually, particularly at the moment, technology disrupting things and that's impacting all businesses, including ours. Um, and you need to kind of be evolving, doing what you're doing. We've got a phrase internally, adapt or die. And I think that kind of um, sort of epitomizes that. You can't kind of be stuck in one one track and keep doing the same things over and over again. Sure. But work and change it up and continue to evolve. And there's something else as well that I guess is perhaps relevant. And I remind the people that work for me of a lot. And that's something that a teacher said to me that kind of resonated many years ago when I was back at school. And that was regarding the um, definition of failure. Okay. She's a man who aims low and misses. And that, that's something that I've kind of repeated many times to the staff that work for me. Yeah. What was, the, what was the definition of failure, Toby? I missed that. A man who aims low and misses. <laughs> I love that. I really, really love that. I'd love to go back and find out what that teacher's up to now. He's fully retired now. It was a few years ago, right? I thought you were going to say he's on the board of Purple. <laughs> um, Toby, it's a, it's a good one as well. And, and actually, you know, your first one from Albert Einstein about doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. I, I think very untypical um, and people that are watching this or listening to this on iTunes won't know Toby Thwaites the beginning. You started off in recruitment. I think we started off roughly around about the same time. You look better for it than I do. But um, you started off in what is traditional, you know, it's like recruitment, you know, back in the day. And, and yeah. you know, technologies were emerging then. They certainly weren't the you know, the, the thing that they are today. And I think un, unlike a lot of recruiters from that period, you really have, if you don't mind me saying, have been that person that's kept one step ahead of where the, the, the hoi polloi exists. Would you would you agree with that? Yeah, I think you've got an eye on that. I'm one of those dinosaurs that remembers a Rolodex. And <laughs> I think back in my old job, someone going off and saying, I'm going to go off on the internet. And I thought, what are you doing this guy when we have one computer in the office? And then things evolve when you kind of understand that. So sure. um, I guess rooted in the old school, then kind of took a departure into a different market, did my own business and just kind of realised that there are things you could do to, to get a competitive edge and, and, and during the last 15 years things have evolved massively just in the world in general and that impacts all businesses and you need to look at what opportunities that presents, how you need to adapt the way you're, you're kind of working and um, uh, keep ahead of the competition. But you know, Toby, if you, again, if you don't mind me saying so, you, you are unlike many uh, people that I've known that have been in the industry as long as we have, where, you know, technology for a lot of those people are something they watch from afar. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when it becomes too late almost, they can't resist, they're dragged kicking and screaming. Everything, you know, in all the time that I've known you, 13, 15 years that I've known you, you've been somebody that I would describe as an innovator, you know, as you said, rooted in old school and, and all of the best bits of that. But very, very definitely, you know, you're one of the first offices I know 
to uh, to move away from whiteboards and have those plasma screens up there that were, you know, motivating your recruiters and and you know your guys had some phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal figures during you know during those periods and and hopefully still do. Yeah. But uh, you know, one example where I think you guys were at the forefront of that technology, saw it, embraced it, and then ran with it as quickly as you could. Okay, thanks. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Um, Toby, look, behind every successful entrepreneur, we all know this, there's usually been some adversity, you know, something that they've done that hasn't been quite right. What would you describe as your biggest business failure? And, and talk us around how you got past it. Okay. Um, I think, interestingly, that was getting sacked from my first job in recruitment <laughs> for three months. You heard it here, right. Um I think they're the company I joined, they were in kind of the, the financial space, my first kind of time out. Did psychometric testing, even going back that, that period of time, and, and uh, perhaps highlights the potential personality clash with the, the manager I was going to be working with, but went with that anyway. Um, wasn't a great experience, got sacked after three months. I think primarily didn't see eye to eye, but there was a lack of kind of guidance as well from that, that particular individual. What, what was good that came out of that was um, I, I identified a niche that she wasn't very kind of supportive of that I felt I had legs in it was in financial recruitment. I met someone who um, worked in invest, investment administration, a niche within kind of financial services, had a team. They were about to kind of shut down the office to so get made redundant. And he gave me um, a look at directory, basically, of the, the businesses that worked in his sector. So I had a, a kind of roadmap of potential customers and a, a pool of candidates because he, I had him as a manager and um, uh, a kind of team of people right. that I could take to market, got sacked from that job, joined somewhere else very quickly, was convinced that was the right thing to do and, and kind of took that idea with me and, and kind of turned that around relatively quickly. Fantastic. I wonder what that old manager's doing now. Uh, one can only imagine. <laughs> Ruining the day that she sacked you. Right, okay, but... A real positive and it's actually interesting as well because look we have a whole raft of different you know levels of people that watch and tune into these interviews and there will be recruiters out there at the beginning of their careers where they're really struggling and, and you know maybe it's the environment maybe it's them but um, you know Toby Thwaites living breathing example of somebody whose initial you know, career, you know, wasn't the most productive, but actually, you know, you knew you were good for recruitment, you turned it around. So hopefully people will be inspired by, by that story, Toby. Um, you've probably answered it already, but one of the questions I wanted to ask you was, what was the eureka moment for you where, um, you know, people describe this, that when they get into recruitment, it, it does seem a little bit like, oh my goodness, there's all these different bits. And then all of a sudden the light bulb goes off, everything clicks into place yeah. and we start making money. When was that moment for you, Toby? Uh, I think it ties into the story I told earlier, you were right there. I think you can start out and you're looking at this vast kind of area, where do I start? How do I make my mark? Yeah. I think I realised that, kind of interviewing that candidate early on, that, okay, here was a niche that I could focus on so I knew who my potential customers were yeah. and an A to Z, if you like, of that that I could work through. And I had some product to, to sell to those customers. And I think if you can, yeah, focus in on that. So I had a store, 
sort of to send a product to market and I knew where I was focusing that. And I just worked through that kind of A to Z. Some came on board quickly, others took a bit more time, but I knew where I was in terms of my potential customer base. I had something to kind of take to those people. Yeah. Um, and this is like we talked about before the days before the internet. So I think I'm producing a PowerPoint, I was photocopying little Canada profiles and mailing them out, but it worked and people would spread them around. And I got a reputation relatively quickly Good. within that niche area. Never could have enough candidates, but jobs started coming in. I was making placements, had a bit of traction. I knew where I needed to focus. And I think that, that, that kind of resonates. If I look back, standing there looking out with little guidance to the manager, where do I kind of lay my stake in the round? Where do I focus? It was that that moment, that was the eureka moment. I thought, okay, I know how to channel managers, how I'm going to achieve success. It's brilliant, Toby. And you know something, it, it was a really similar kind of moment for me. I think it's that when you first look at recruitment, um, I just remember even my first you know couple of deals that I did, I, I've got to be honest with you, did I control those deals? Did I influence those deals? Chances are not really. I think they happened. And I was I was as surprised as the candidate that uh, you know the offer was there. So you know no control whatsoever. But the eureka moment for me was just understanding that it was a process, and if you did A and you did B and you controlled this, and that these things happened, and if you approached it in a systemic way, yeah, uh, recruitment was you know my experience was easy. You know it's like I, I didn't find it difficult after that. Um, and we were joking there about the technology. Uh, I, I think I edge you in, in my um, in my uh, sort of classified as a, as a dinosaur. I was known as the king of the fax. It's like the fax machine, and we didn't have one of those, uh, you know, plain paper copy ones. We had the rolly. So our office was just like it was continued with all this rolls and rolls of thermal uh, paper, yeah. of CVs, yeah, thermal paper. Thank you. Yeah, that was the word. Uh, every CV was on that thermal paper, and I just remember it used to curl up as you stapled it. Um, but um, I remember those days as well. Actually, <laughs> sad to admit them, but they are part of our backgrounds. Um, Toby, what do you do personally um, on a daily basis and, and consistently to set yourself up for the day that sets you apart? What do you What do you do? What's your morning routine? I don't think there's any magic in there. There's a couple of things. I think ensure that you have a plan for what you want to achieve. Yeah. But also, which comes early in recruitment, that ability to kind of flex that, um, be agile and adapt to what the day might throw at you. No one day is the same, so you kind of set up a new with things that you've got to do. And things come up there, it's about reprioritizing, making sure you get the right things done, but you've got that flexibility to um, kind of adapt to, to unforeseen situations. Yeah. And I think the second part, particularly in my role now, staying close to your team. If you're kind of managing people, you need to make yourself available um, uh, to them and, and, and anticipate needs as well. I think if you're close to them, you can perhaps see problems kind of brewing and yeah. head them off before that becomes a big um, uh, issue, basically. Yeah, those are the, the, the sort of two elements, I guess. That I would. Some real knowledge bombs there, Toby. Thank you for mm -hmm. sharing that. And look, there's going to be a lot of people out there watching this and listening to this that... Uh, We'll be looking at you respect respectfully um 15 years in you know purple it's quite hard to to believe that right so 15 years down the line and you're right 15 years in at the size that you are the headcount that you are it's a different role from that one that you you know you first started the business um and there's a lot of people that are going to be asking what well, you know how does toby 
keep a handle on on you know that number of staff or or, or that kind you know n- number of managers you know is there anything that you do i don't know on a regular basis how, how often do you meet with those managers for example uh regularly you check them every day regular meetings but yeah in terms of managing that's about having the right team around you um i think if i look back in terms of kind of what's happened over the years yeah. what's gone well i've taken satisfaction from i think that's developing the kind of people whether that's a consultant starting out or someone developing into a manager going on that journey and just being able to give them the tools and skills to be successful in what they do and that, that kind of belief as well, I think. And that's, that's something that I've enjoyed. I've done many times over the year and, and probably take a lot of, kind of personal satisfaction from. Yeah, and rightfully so, Toby. And you're, you're one of the few people that I know in our industry that does do that, you know, walks the walk, talks the talk. But actually, when you've got your people, you know, humming nicely, i.e. Like they're ticking over... You also get out of the way. You know, you're not somebody that tinkers with your, you know, with your fully fledged people. People that know what they're doing, you do tend to, you know, almost get them feeling like they're running their own business within your business. And and I like that. You know, I think all the people that I know that have worked with you have really benefited from 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 that type of approach. I think that's important. You need to give people room. The room to grow, and that's how you develop and make sure the job easier ultimately nice one um toby what do you see as your biggest strength as a recruitment entrepreneur and conversely uh if you're being honest what 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 do you describe as your biggest weakness okay uh i think strength is definitely in the development of people sure things that we've already touched on there boy you know me quite well it's working with people and giving them that the tools and that belief to be successful what letting them grow and, and, and kind of develop into that that role. I think, yeah, that, that's something that has given me a lot of satisfaction, taking people perhaps new to the industry and watching them kind of evolve, perhaps a sort of director level in a business. Yeah. Um, biggest weakness, uh, you know, we'll kind of lay things open here. I think personally, I could be guilty perhaps of overthinking things. You're trying to make the perfect decision, get it right. Um, trying to analyse everything before you kind of push the button. Yeah. And... I don't know. I don't think that's necessarily the best way to do things. If you're not making mistakes, you're probably not taking enough risks. So if you look at it from an entrepreneurial point of view, you know there should be mistakes out there. That means you're doing something right. As long as there aren't too many of them, and um, yeah, I think sometimes set the handbrake off a little bit and just kind of go with it. Don't overthink things too much. It's an interesting insight into yourself, though, Toby. And and you know, part of the thing with with you know any kind of self development is first of all recognizing it in yourself and and thank you for your honesty most people don't uh, you know are never that honest or don't have that insight to themselves and if you're aware of it you can do something about it it, it probably is a work in progress for you like me Definitely, yeah. um but uh, the fact that you're aware of it is is a good thing toby look i i know there'll be a lot of business owners out there um who totally get that thing of you know spotting talent bringing talent in and purple has been this real incubator of talent for many many years um and you know you guys have have had some brilliant people that have come in and you've nurtured them complete rookies to billing and earning quite significant sums of money within your sector in fact within any sector done very very well but that have left you you know left and I don't know, gone to work for competitors or moved out of the industry or set up their own recruitment businesses. 
there'll be a lot of owners that are watching this going through very similar experiences is there any advice that you would give them you know it's like because that's happened it's it's going to happen with any company that's been around for the amount of time that yours has how do you deal with it uh, i guess the first time it happens yeah that's a bit tough but you need to accept it if you employ good people particularly in recruitment yeah they're likely to want to do their own thing um, yeah, as people on very good terms as you've gone off to build kind of successful businesses. Yeah. I guess if you want to be successful yourself, you kind of need those people in your business. Yeah. They help you on your journey to kind of get where you want to. Um, yeah, you need to identify that early, have a kind of strategy to try and retain them. But ultimately, if you've got those, those people who've got that superstar ability, the likelihood is they're going to want to fly the nest at some point. Kind of accept that. Think, well, they help you to get to a, a certain point. It's good to help them on their journey. And if that is going to happen, try and keep that where you're. Um, it's on a navigable basis. You can kind of um, liaise as kind of peers in the business, share ideas. I've certainly had a, a kind of benefit from that. Help each other out, collaborate on, on kind of projects and so on. But I think it, it's inevitable. Certainly, except if you're employing people that are have got that level of talent. They're probably going to look at that at some point. Is my my personal view. It's a it's a very analytical kind of approach to it, and I agree with you. I think it's, you know, it's inevitable, and uh, you know, anyone who's tried to stand on the side of the beach and stop the tide will know that it's you know it's impossible. You can't stop it happening. Uh, if anything, uh, you know, it, it's looking at it and, and actually being quite flattered, I suppose, that many of these people have gone on you know, go on to be the most successful that they can be and that you've given them that start. You know, it's, it's yeah. almost like they're a great reflection on... Yeah, you, you can take some achievement for that. I yeah. guess obviously it, it was under your um, kind of guidance and the umbrella of your company, that would be the ideal, but that's the reality. So I guess yeah, you can look at it that way and uh, take some satisfaction. It, it's a shame we couldn't get an override on some of them, though. Indeed, Yeah. <laughs> Toby, um, you've been around the recruitment industry for a long time now, um, and you've seen massive change, you know, not only in the recruitment industry, but within your specific sector, you know, the cutting edge of some of those technological changes. How do you see the recruitment industry developing over, I don't know, let's say the next five years? It's an interesting question. Mm. I think technology is going to continue to disrupt what we do, like it is with pretty much every other... um, industry and that provides alternatives to I guess what has been the traditional recruitment agency model yeah um, I think you're going to see an increase in internal teams within clients that certainly didn't exist when um, when I started in business when I started out in my um, career and there's a focus on within clients on making direct hires perhaps a lower hanging fruit there's certainly some easy money that we've had historically that is um, harder to kind of pick up now yeah. and it's technology aids that process and all that makes it easier for people to kind of embed these things and um, kind of uh, perform that role that, that they perhaps weren't able to do historically yeah um, I think against that um, backdrop it's obviously essential that kind of recruiters evolve, evolve in terms of the way that they do um, business and uh, and if I look at that and you you kind of looking ahead I think there's a, a few things you need to be mindful of. One, be a specialist. Yeah. Try and kind of own your own own niche. Yeah. Talk a lot about being um, inch wide, mile deep. 
and that's perhaps that those kind of talent shortages that aren't easy to pick up. Mm. So internal recruitment teams are having that ability to um, kind of farm those and embrace the technological changes. Look at how you can kind of incorporate that in your your business. How does that sort of impact how you operate um, as a business? Yeah. Uh, and I think the, the kind of antidote to that as well. So the way people communicate is a lot more electronic. It's very easy to hire man an email, an instant message, a text message. That's certainly different to when you and I started out, Roy. Um, but recruitment's about personal relationships and people, and that's never going to change. Right. I think there's a, an opportunity. Those kind of traditional skills, are, I guess what you call in real life, yeah. that kind of developing relationships, meeting people kind of face-to-face, yeah. that becomes ever more important. So I think if you're, uh, as a recruitment business, if you can embrace what technology gives you, but harness that with the kind of traditional skills. So there's in real life being comfortable going out to meet a candidate face-to-face, be in front of a client, be that, that kind of advocate and look someone in the whites of their eyes and, and kind of manage that relationship, then then you'll enjoy success because I think that's uh, uh, something that I was brought up on. It's an integral part of what we do as a business, but that's yeah. when we're dying out. It's very easy to communicate in, in different ways. Yeah, Technology and... Um, the way people communicate has, has kind of changed a lot over the last 20 years. I love that. I love that, Toby. And you're absolutely right. It's technology has sped up that communication, um, you know, digitally, electronically. However, what it's done is it's made that telephone time and that face-to-face contact time even more valuable, you know, it, it, more precious moments. And so... We've got to be the most effective we can be, given that you know that that short window. Of Definitely, it becomes much more impersonal. It's harder to influence, and um, people moving jobs and so on. There's emotional involvement in that, sure. and that kind of aspects, and you kind of diluting that. You probably can't be um, sensitive to that if you're working through electronic communication purely, which is is pretty impersonal, and I think you lose a lot of um, that ability to communicate with people effectively. It's- it's a great insight, Toby. Thank you. And, um, and and what I take from that in terms of the future of the recruitment industry, that investment that I made in thermal paper fax machines is probably not going to pay off for me then, is it? Probably not now. No. Okay. He's not a fax machine anymore. <laughs> Drat. <laughs> um, Toby, it's come to that time in our interview where I've got to ask you, are you ready for the lightning round? Uh, we'll give it a while. Uh. <laughs> Good. Okay. The round. Toby, what's the number one thing that you see holding recruiters back from being more successful? Attitude, 100%. Yeah. Understanding that if you don't put in the right amount of effort, you won't succeed. Good answer. Okay, great answer. Question two, what is the best piece of business advice you've ever received? Uh, something someone said to me, I think it was my dad actually, many years ago. If you're going to succeed in business, you either need to be better than the competition or do something differently. Nice. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Thwaites, for that one, senior. Um, And, Toby, what is something that you see working brilliantly in your business right now? It could be, I don't know, a bit of software, an app, a hack, training, whatever it is, but something that's working really, really well for you. I think it comes back to, we talk about technology. Yeah. Using the, the power of the deep web to find candidates, um, developing kind of strong Boolean skills. Ally does some clever sort of tools out there that you can use to kind of check down people's email addresses, mobile numbers, those kind of things. 
and it'll enable you to connect with cares that other people can't find. Do you want to share any one of those particular uh, spy tools that you go? Oh, no, it's a bit in the kind of the, the shadows, a little bit, some of the stuff we do. So, yeah. Mum's the word, Toby. All right, <laughs> deep web. That's all about deep web. Toby, question four: What's the best business book that you've read in the last six months? Uh, I read a book. Uh, it was last six months, they're, they're last year called the E-Myth by a guy called Michael Gerber. Yes. Um, and I think it's quite a simple book, but it, the, basically the message that it pre- preaches that it's about having a process that works yeah. and can be replicated and enables you to kind of work on your business rather than in it. I think it's very easy to get dragged into the day-to-day and very hard to expect yourself. And he advocates uh, um, a kind of way of working, having a process that enables you to step back. If you want to grow, you can kind of replicate that over, open other offices and so on. Quite a simple, it's kind of rooted in the way that McDonald's started and that kind of thing, but very applicable to lots of different businesses. It's a brilliant, brilliant book, Toby. I can't believe that I've known you now for about 15 years and I haven't given you that book previously. <laughs> Gerber was one of the biggest influences in, in the work that I uh, did on my recruitment businesses so I'm a big big fan big big fan so thank you for sharing that Toby final question in the lightning round if you woke up tomorrow morning you had all the experience all the knowledge that you possess but purple wasn't around god forbid um, what would you do how would you start back up again uh, it's got to be in this age something related to technology right I see lots of opportunities to kind of disrupt the way that business is done so I guess one of the things we're looking at, could I come up with an idea and execute that that would change the way that we kind of interact? And there are numerous examples of where that's happening at the moment. I guess if you relate that to kind of recruitment specifically, which is where I've got the knowledge, it's again kind of uh, plugging into that that kind of space. So um, something that's serviced, emerging technologies, uh, I don't know, things like fintech, data science and things that are on my radar at the moment. Mm. But there's lots of um, room for growth. They're, they're the kind of future of kind of what's happening at this particular moment in time. And I think if you can plug into that and harness that, then that will give you a good chance of success. Anybody watching or listening to this interview, follow Toby Thwaites, all right, where the smart money is. If if he says to you the future's in fintech, then that's the way to go. Um, Toby, thank you so, so much. Sadly, we have come to the end of our interview, and I know from past experience that we could go on and on and talk forever, and we're not going to do that today. Um, Toby, two final things I've got to ask you. Um one piece of parting advice for anyone listening to this uh, this show, and how can people get in touch with you uh, after listening? We're, we're going to post up all links to you and what have you below these show notes. But what, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you after the show? Uh, contact me via the website. My details are on there. Call me in the office is fine. Um, one piece of parting advice: keep believing. Have the courage in your convictions but adapt as well. The world's changing and you need to make sure that you're, you're moving with it. Brilliant, Toby. Listen, on behalf of everybody at Recruiters Live Lounge, on behalf of all of our listeners and viewers, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Roy. Um, to everyone else that's listening, you've been listening to Toby Thwaites, uh, founder, CEO of Purple Consultancy. Uh, if you want to, first of all, if you want to hang out and meet with 
other inspirational recruitment entrepreneurs, the best people on the planet, then you need to subscribe. By subscribing, these interviews will be sent directly to your inbox. So get ahead, go ahead, subscribe now, get the stuff delivered to you without missing an episode. Um, from everyone here at Live Lounge, thank you very much for joining us. I'll see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Recruiters Live Lounge with Roy Ripper. Join us next time for more insights and incredible success journeys to help you be a better recruitment business leader. What would it feel like to get all of your back office administration done under one roof? EasyPay provide funding, payroll and back office services to support your recruitment business. EasyPay want to offer one month's free fees to any new customers who come through Recruiters Live Lounge. Just go to easypayservices.co.uk forward slash rec live lounge.